Welcome to Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space with your host, Denise Kagan. Denise is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support and has been a business owner for almost 20 years. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance to match your needs. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. Deborah Coviello is the founder of Illumination Partners and the host of the Drop-In CEO podcast. For more than 20 years, she has been transforming businesses from within, elevating the talents of their organizations to new performance levels. Her experience has taught her to put tremendous value on people whom she considers to be the heart of every business. Deb, welcome to the show. All right, Denise, it is my pleasure. I'm so grateful to know you and you were an amazing guest on my podcast. It's going to be airing real soon. So just thank you for the opportunity to have friendly conversation and our listeners will benefit. So thank you. Absolutely. And and I totally enjoyed my time on there. I think you are far better at this than I am. <laughs> hey. I, say, I tend to shoot from the hip. <laughs> But you know what? That's a mindset. That's a lesson (laughs) because you have the courage to push the button and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk to interesting people and my listeners are going to get a chance. You are already leaps and bounds ahead of other people. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So Mm -hmm. as many of my guests know, I do pre-calls with all of my guests uh, or or as my listeners may know already, I do pre-calls with all of my guests. And you had told me something quite interesting um, about yourself um, and the season has just started. So can you share that information with us? So I am an avid curler, a curler. We throw 42 pound stones on ice. We sweep real hard and we yell at each other. Yes, that is a sport, the sport of curling, which I have been doing for 13 years. Fun fact, I am a 2017 silver medalist at the arena curling national level. So I can curl, but it's also an amazing sport for sportsmanship, camaraderie, eight to 80 can play on the same team. uh, And I could go on and on about the sport of curling. So thank you for asking. It sounds like I need this for stress relief. I bet it's as effective as yoga. (laughs) Well, you know, if you like throwing things really hard and they make a big boom. Uh, yeah, you could definitely take your frustration out, but also we, we are friendly. We have something called broom stacking. So when we're done having a game, which lasts about two hours, ourselves and the other team sit for, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, having beverages, having snacks, and just getting to enjoy each other's company. So somewhere in that two to three hours, you definitely relieve stress. You ha- get some great physical activity. There are life lessons, however, that you may not realize because there's so much strategy involved in the game as well. When you try to look at the people, the ice conditions, your own particular skill, and what are your goals? Oh my, the sport of curling is so much like business as well. (laughs) You know, it's really interesting because as I'm listening to you talk about curling, it completely connects to your bio where you talk about putting people first. You're talking about relationships in this completely totally different arena where it's for fun and um, how you're building those relationships. So tell me a little bit, how did you get started into your role, what you do now? Uh, In the curling area? Oh, no, 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 no. Professionally. Okay. Now we're going to move into professional, but um, yeah, you know, 
my pedigree, again, uh, I won't go into like the personal backstory, but from a career perspective, um, I was a STEM science engineering professional, got a degree in engineering and translated that into the manufacturing and operations space. I always was a creative taking nothing and turning it into something. So that's why I was attracted to manufacturing, had the opportunity of being in many industries, aerospace, telecommunications, and finally arriving in the flavor and fragrance space where you may not hear the companies that I work for, but they go into things like your soap and laundry detergent, a Coke, a Pepsi, a Frito-Lay potato chip, all those consumables. But what the industry is, is we create an experience because those things we smell and those things we taste evoke memories. And so that's what attracted me to it. It's a really cool industry. Um, But then, you know, in that area, I was the vice president of quality, operational excellence, make the brand good, be a trusted partner, make it better, faster, cheaper to support the sustainability of the business. So that's what I did from a technical perspective. But then (laughs) as I matured, got a few gray hairs, got a little wiser, I realized, oh my, there's so many really smart people around me. How can I lead them, which is a mindset issue. But I soon realized that they're going to solve the business problem, but what can I do to unleash their potential? Do they have a confidence issue? Do they feel like when they speak, they're not heard? Could their impact be broader than just the siloed area that they work in? I realized my role as a leader was to elevate others and help their potential. So I started becoming a square peg in a round hole. I realized I was no longer suited for corporate because I started thinking differently. I was not heads down doing my role and getting results. I did have to do that, but I realized I had greater potential in elevating people. It's it's amplifying. And so I transitioned out. I had the courage to start my own business. Sometimes I think I have a screw loose once in a while, but I realize a lot of freedom now, but I have the opportunity to work with people that say, yes, Deb, I need your help. I need your business advice. I need you to help me get through this challenge, but also they get something as a bonus. We elevate the people capability because if you leave, and the people don't have the skills, the work that you did is going to fall apart. So thank you for allowing me to share that. Oh, no problem. And you're absolutely correct that, you know, elevating people and getting them to their potential is what drives companies, especially small businesses. You know, Mm -hmm. corporate might be able to get away with it because they can make up for it a little bit with volume, but small businesses, we don't have that option. Not, not at all. We need every piece to be working as efficiently as possible. So Hence, the CEO's compass, which is your company or your book, actually. Yeah, the CEO's compass. You know, I wrote that book because I wonder, should I have been an engineer or STEM professional or should I have been somebody that created books or songs or what have you? I always am putting so much content out there in the world. And I will tell you, there's a lesson in there about being courageous because sometimes people have different thoughts. They love writing. They love singing. They want to put something out there in the world and are afraid to move forward. But when I was transitioned out, and I will say that when I was transitioned out, I had the courage to say, I have a lot of experience that other people can leverage. I have a lot to say. And I found the courage to start speaking and saying and writing blog posts and doing video on social media. And then I realized, oh my, 
nobody knows what Deb stands for. I needed to distill all of this thought leadership and experience into a single resource, the CEO's compass, your guide to get back on track, because it's actually written for a person like me, or it could be for a person like you who is great at what they do, but when the environment changes, all of a sudden you feel off track. You're no longer on your true north or have peace of mind. Something doesn't feel right. And so it's my tool. It's my resource guide, not only to help the leader in their personal development and their mindset, which I myself went through. And I think everybody that starts a business goes through that, but then also not just what to do, because sometimes you roll up your sleeves and say, I I don't know how to apply what I learned, but also a how-to guide to get back on track. I talk about mentorship. I talk about confidence and mindset, difficult situations. There is a lot of resources in there to help anybody wherever they're in their career, help them to get back on track. That's why I had to write the book because I care about the person that picks it up and reads it. Now, you had mentioned before that you do a lot of mentoring. Oh, my you know, <laughs> and, and it's one of those things, either I was stubborn and had an attitude growing up in my career that I could do this alone. I don't need anybody's help. Maybe it's a generational thing, but then I almost realized had I had a mentor, think about where I would be now in terms of my career. Maybe I would have started a business sooner. And it was that aha moment when I had a moment in time to pause and reflect when I left corporate and went into my own business, I realized I could not do it alone. And so I needed people, resources, smarter people than myself, but also mentors that could just see me for who I was. And maybe I had most of what it took to be a business leader, and I just didn't see it. They have been invaluable for at the points where I'm having success and saying, Deb, keep going. Or, Deb, have you thought about this? Or, Deb, get over yourself. Because sometimes (laughs) I was like too stiff and rigid and doing the corporate thing versus showing up like I am on your podcast and being who I am and trusting that what I say may help others. So, Given that, I mentor other people. I, through my professional organization, have had as many as three different amazingly talented people, early to mid-career, rock stars, and then they lose their confidence. And I find confidence is one of those things that makes the difference between what they're doing now and what they potentially can do. And so there's a lesson in that. I think that everybody should have a mentor, where even if things are going well, because you may be doing more, you could be doing more things. Maybe you'll get some feedback on what is a superpower that you should do more of. Maybe you'll get some feedback that if you just change one thing, you're exponentially grow, or maybe you get feedback in terms of you might want to stop doing that or change it because it might not hurt you now, but it can inhibit you in the future. So mentors are so great for feedback. They're like the crystal ball into who you are and who you can be. So Tell me about your company, Illumination Partners. So all of this plays together. It's all in the same sandbox. Connect it for me. Oh, wow. Great question. So yeah, because I can be a complex person and I'll actually tell you the journey of who is Deb? What does she do? Who does she serve? What the problem is that she solves? So at the meat of it, Illumination Partners, I am a business advisor. I meet up with CEOs or senior business leaders that they've done really well with their business, but maybe they lost a senior leader and they can't replace them. I can step in. Maybe the customer's requirements have changed and they don't know how to meet those requirements. Maybe the volume of the business has changed and what worked before 
no longer serves them. I have that expertise of being able to go into an operation, see what is missing, see what is already working well, and lay out a path for what they need to do to change the procedures, the systems, elevate the leadership. So I will work with CEOs through that process. But in that process, we elevate the people. We build a trusting relationship. And in most of those cases, they keep me on for the next project and the next project. It's the drop-in CEO brand with Illumination Partners that not only solves a business problem, but also elevates the people. So let's add on the pieces. I have a blended online learning course for people that want to elevate their skills, but don't have a mentor or support system. I have an online course. I do one-on-one coaching with senior leaders or evolving evolving leaders because they don't have a mentor. So that is an additional offer. A free offer is the Drop-In CEO podcast because I bring on seasoned leaders to share their insights and inspiration for anybody that is looking to be mentored and gain new insights. And then finally, the other piece, the CEO's compass, because again, my brand is the drop-in CEO. I can come in and help you. But at the same time, if you pick up a compass, you might gain insights to be able to help yourself. And even if you could do it yourself, you may still need a partner. That's when you reach out to Deb to start a conversation. Perfect. Thank you for connecting all those. So I'm going to switch up just a little bit and ask you to give me an example. Can you give me an example maybe of when you've seen a leader go off course and how you worked with that person so we can get a better understanding of what you just shared with us? So I really appreciate the question. And while I could say I was that leader off course, and I can tell all the stories as well, there was one particular leader. I am very fond of him. He had reached out to me eight months prior to starting with him. And he shared with me some issues. They were getting ready to close a plant, but that was not public knowledge. They lost a senior leader and they were having a major quality issue. They've been very successful. They were at a high level position, but the wheels were falling off the bus. Now he was muscling through it, trying to keep it afloat and solve the problem. And I didn't start working with him right away. And then six months later, Deb, can we talk? give me a proposal. What do you think is needed? And I started talking to him and I said, well, I think not only do we need to just stabilize the foundation, we also need to develop the people so they can sustain the business as you get ready to downsize it. People are leaving. We need a plan to support the people. And so within a couple of weeks, he said, Deb, I need you to come on board. (laughs) So with that, I partnered with him. I became his drop-in quality leader. I respectfully helped sustain the business. We closed the business. We gave the leaders in the organization the skills they needed while they were still in this employment to be able to take it to another place. And even the quality issue that they had at the time, we make sure we shored that up. We told the customer what we were doing to make sure we would never have that quality issue again and allow the people to just continue to work within the operations and service future customers to closure. When I first started talking to that leader, they were very stressed. They were rambling. They were talking a mile a minute and you could see that they were uh, had a lot of tension. But as soon as they invited me back in to say, this is what I need, I immediately came back to them and said, these are the things we need to do A to B to Z based on that. And immediately his body relaxed and he started shaking his head up and down that I completely understood where he was. 
And as soon as we enacted the plan and I worked with him during that transition, he ultimately got back to true north, which is peace of mind on the CEO's compass. We shut the plant down. We closed that business unit. And then I continued to work on the next project and next project because he knew I could was able to help him get to peace of mind, solve the business problem, respect and elevate the people, and then continue on. Solve the business problem, respect and elevate the people. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Thank you. <laughs> so what other little tidbits would you like to share with our lis- listeners? I have so many. You only want me to <laughs> maybe pick one. one. <laughs> Well, here is something so actionable. Some people just said this was amazing. You know, as an employee, we want feedback. We want feedback from our boss. We want to know how we're doing, what we can do to improve. But we have never given anybody the framework to ask for feedback or give feedback in the right way. And I actually got this from somebody, but I live and die by this. Rather than saying, how am I doing, which is an open-ended question, and they say, you're doing fine. What action can you take from I'm doing fine? Or sometimes a leader has even given it a thought and they say, let me get back to you and they never do. So what you can do to take control of the feedback and your personal growth is give the people, the person you want feedback from these questions in advance. First, what should I continue? Then what should I start doing? And then what can I change? And I'll explain what should I continue means what's your superpower? What are you known for? What are you really good at? You need that feedback to know, keep doing that. That's what got you where you are. What should I start doing? Again, positive question. If you started doing this, you might be able to elevate or expand the impact you're having with your superpower. And then ask, what should I change? Not necessarily a negative in the moment, But if you keep doing it, it might detract from what you're doing. So what should I continue? What should I start doing? What should I change? All positive, it takes the negativity of a feedback session and turns it into action. So I did this with somebody once. They were an amazing subject matter expert, but they weren't seen, visible, and respected. I saw them stand when they spoke one day. And then when we had feedback, I said, you should always stand when you deliver a presentation. Normally they would sit down. People leaned into you. You spoke. People, You commanded the audience. So I said, you make sure you continue to speak while you're standing up. And then I told them as well, I said, you need to be speaking to more people because what you say people lean into, you may be able to impact other areas of the organization. Start doing that for greater impact. And then finally, they did have a habit of kind of putting their hand on their back pocket and rubbing their shirt and things like that. While maybe most people wouldn't notice that tick or that gesture, I did advise them that they might want to stop doing that because for some people that could be a distraction. So all of that, he went away. And oh my, you know, he was a subject matter expert under me, but later became a sought out global subject matter expert. So feedback is a gift. What can you continue? Start and change. I love that. I love that. We we have a eerily similar um, customer service satisfaction survey that has those questions on it, worded slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But um, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, Thank Deb, you. how can folks find you after the podcast? 
Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity just to get to know you, the work that you do, and having an opportunity to speak with your listeners. The easiest way, uh, I play a lot on LinkedIn. So Deborah A. Coviello or the drop-in CEO, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'd love to have a conversation with you, but also the drop-in CEO.com website, D-R-O-P-I-N. CEO.com. You can connect with me there. You get a link to my book, my podcast, blog posts, so much to consume. But the best way is I just want to start a conversation with you. No hooks, no tripwires, no marketing ploys. I would just love to have a conversation, understand where you're at and see if I can give you something of value. So thank you so much. You're quite welcome. And I will make sure that the drop-in CEO website, your podcast, and your LinkedIn link are in our show notes. Okay. All right. You've been a great host. I am so excited to uh, have had this conversation with you. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us for today's Nurture Small Business, Creating a Thriving Space podcast. Learn more about your host at dcavirtual.com or by emailing her directly at denise at dcavirtual.com.